Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. You're listening to the Qalam Podcast. Alhamdulillah, since last Ramadan, over 4 million people have benefited from, listened to, and downloaded the Qalam Podcast. Tens of thousands of people have benefited from and learned from the various classes, intensives, and seminars that Qalam provides. And inshallah, this Ramadan will be providing even more beneficial content, lectures, and programming for people all around the world, free of any cost or charge to them. In order for us to keep doing this work, we need your support, we need your help, we need you to be our partners in this Sadaqah Jariyah. Please go to supportqalam.com. That's support, Q-A-L-A-M, supportqalam.com, and provide your most generous support. Millions of people all around the world are insha'Allah, bi'idnillah, going to benefit from all of this work, and this will be your sadaqah jariyah for the eternal life of the hereafter. We really appreciate having you as part of the Qalam team and supporting us in this work, this mission, this cause. Jazakumullahu khairan. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah. There was a scholar in Islamic history by the name of Yahya ibn Aktham, rahimahullah ta'ala. He from the earlier generations, the student of Abdullah ibn al-Mubarak, rahimahullah, among many other scholars, he narrates from them. They say regarding his studying with Ibn al-Mubarak, Imam Dhahabi narrates this incident, that his father was so proud of the day that his son studied with a great giant like Ibn al-Mubarak, that he invited people over for dinner just to celebrate that gathering. That today my son studied hadith with the great Muhaddith Ibn al-Mubarak. Later on, Yahya bin Aktham becomes a Qadi under the Abbasid Khilafah, and assumes the title Qadiyul Qudat, the Supreme Judge. Among his students, those who narrate from him are the likes of Imam Al-Tirmidhi rahimahullah ta'ala, Abu Hatim Al-Razi, even Imam Al-Bukhari rahimahullah However, Imam Bukhari rahimahullah does not narrate any hadith from Yahya bin Aktham in his Sahih. But outside of his Sahih collection, his authentic collection, in his other works, we find him, we find him referencing Yahya bin Aktham. As far as his loved goes and what kind of rawi he was, acceptable or otherwise, his fathers had different opinions regarding him. And this may be the reason why Imam Bukhari did not include him in the Sahih. Because Imam Bukhari's goal was to narrate from those narrators that the scholars had agreed upon. That there wouldn't be any doubt or any sort of confusion regarding them. Yahya bin Aktham was appointed as a judge in Basra at a very young age. There are reports that tell us that he was already serving as a judge at the tender age of 20 years. 
And people had objected to this, that why is this young 20-year-old giving judgment? So in response, he said, that younger than me was Mu'adh ibn Jabal when Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sent him to Yemen. And younger than me was so-and-so who Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam pointed over an army. And like this, he, re- he referenced a few different incidents, pointing out that age is actually a, 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 a vessel. But what you do with that vessel, what you do in this time, differs from person to person. Now bear in mind, people feeling uncomfortable with young leaders is a very normal reaction. And it's actually something generally frowned upon in our deen. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam characterized the final hour as one in which there will be a lot of young leaders and the elders will be left behind, pushed aside. However, there are the outliers. There are some unique cases where individuals really accomplish a lot at a young age. So throughout our history, you'll find the likes of, you know, Usama bin Zayn radiallahu anhu, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam appointed, even with his young age, to be the head of an army. You have the likes of Muhammad bin Qasim, who was a general that marched with an army from the Muslim lands all the the northern region of the subcontinent in Sindh and waged war with Raja Zahir and his brother Raja Zahir came victory over there. You have these key cases. But the rule of thumb generally is that it's okay for people to be uncomfortable when a young person is in a lofty senior position. Now, there's an incident regarding Yahya bin Akram that I wanted to share with you today. It's narrated by Ahmad ibn Sahal. Qala Abu Ya'la al-Husayn ibn Umar al-Kufiyu Qala hadathna Harun ibn Muhammad an Ahmad ibn Sahal Qala Ra'aytu Yahya ibn al-Aktham fil-manami Where the narrator says, I saw a dream. And in my dream, I saw Yahya ibn Aktham. فَقُلْتُ لَهُ يَا يَحْيَى مَا فَعَلَ بِكَ رَبُّكَ I asked him in my dream, when you died and you faced your Lord, what happened to you? قَالَ دَعَانِي That my Lord called me, فَقَالَ لِي And he said to me, يَا شَيْخَ السُّوءُ A oh, corrupt, evil man. فَعَلْتَ مَا فَعَلْتَ You did what you did. And the truth is that we are all aware of our own sins and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware of our sins. As for what people see of us, this is because of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's rahmah that he, conceal, he, he hides our sins. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if he referred to any human being other than the Anbiya alayhi salam as Ya Shaykh it would be an absolutely true statement. Because we are unfortunately drowning in the reality of our own sins. فَقَالَ لِي يَا شَيْخَ فَعَلْتَ مَا فَعَلْتَ that you did what you did, now it's time for you to face the outcome of your actions. فَقُلْتُ يَا رَبِّي مَا بِهَذَا حَدَّثْتُ عَنْكَ He said, oh my Lord, I was a teacher of hadith in the world. And when I would teach people about you, this is not what I told them. I told people a very different story of you when I was in the world. قَالَ وَبِمَا حَدَّثْتَ So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked him, what did you tell them? I said to them, حدثني عبد الرزاق عن معمر عن عروة عن عائشة رضي الله عنها عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم عن جبريل أنك قلت 
ما من مسلم يشيب في الإسلام وأنا أريد أن أعذبه إلا وأنا أستحي أن أعذبه He says يحيى بن أكتم I heard from Abdul Razak who heard from Ma'mar who narrates from Urwa from Aisha radiallahu anha from your beloved Prophet who narrates from Sayyidina Jibreel alayhi salam that you Allah said there is not a Muslim who ages in Islam and I intend to punish him but I feel shy at punishing him when the time of punishment comes. مَا مِنْ مُسْلِمٍ يَشِيبُ فِي الْإِسْلَامِ وَأَنَا أُرِيدُ أَنْ أُعَذِّبَهُ إِلَّا وَأَنَا أَسْتَحْيِي أَنْ أُعَذِّبَهُ ثُمَّ قَالَ يَحْيَى يَا رَبِّي وَأَنَا شَيْخٌ كَبِيرٌ Oh my Lord, I am an old man. I told people that you forgave old people. What about this guy right here? فَقَالَ اللَّهُ لِي So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to me, صَبَقَ عَبْدُ الرَّزَاقِ وَصَدَقَ مَعْمَرْ وَصَدَقَ زُهْرِي وَصَدَقَ عُرْوَى وَصَدَقَتْ عَائِشَةِ وَصَدَقَ النَّبِيِّ وَصَدَقَ جِبْرِيلِ وَصَدَقْتُ أَنَا يَا يَحْيَى إِنِّي لَا أُعَذِّبُ مَنْ شَابَ فِي الْإِسْلَامِ ثُمَّ أُمِرْتُ بِذَاتِ الْيَمِينِ إِلَى الْجَنَّةِ So then he says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that all the people who narrated this to you are all truthful. And I spoke the truth, that I have no desire to punish one that spent their youth and their old age in Islam. So he says, I was then commanded to the right side and sent off to Jannah. Now this whole incident is based off of a dream. And I've covered this issue before, that dreams in reality are not a hujja in Islam. But this series of ours is about living in the moments with these righteous people, how they experienced one another, what their moments were that were narrated of how they lived and what their family members said and what, they, what their students said about how these people lived and their interactions with their deen, with their rub, with their prophet, with hadith, with Quran, with the Sultan and Umarah. This is what this whole series was about, looking at things from a different perspective, almost entering into their lives. And today when we study this story, that's been narrated by multiple scholars, including the likes of Faqih Abu Layth al-Samarqandi in Islam al-Ghafilin, uh, al-Ujluni, Shamsuddin al-Qurtubi, and others have all narrated this incident. What we take from it is, and today is our last session of the series. So how we close is by reflecting on this, live your life in submission to Allah. Be loyal to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And know that if you stay committed to the deen of Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be committed to you. Every day when you face a challenge in worshipping Allah or being a Muslim, I want you to reflect over the ayah of the Qur'an, وَهَلْ جَزَاءُ الْإِحْسَانِ إِلَّا الْإِحْسَانِ That the compensation of excellence is not but excellence itself. Reflect over Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's promises, إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُضِعُ أَجْرَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ He does not waste the reward of those who live with excellence and who push themselves for that higher ground. You will never be able to outperform your Allah in action or in sincerity. Whatever you do, your Lord will 
reward you in a way, in a fashion that is beyond your expectation and imagination. There is value in just being a Muslim. As for a person that is Muslim with good a'mal, with good deeds, that's like a whole different level. And then from those good deeds, the people who are able to engage their heart and purify it of its diseases and worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with ikhlas and sincerity, now we're looking upwards. And our dua is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only allows us to go, grow closer to Him. And that we continue to accelerate and develop in this relationship with our Lord. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to be in such gatherings again and again for the rest of our lives. And may He allow us to live by the lives of these righteous ones and allow us to emulate and imitate them. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the month of Ramadan again and again and all the amal and good, deed, we, good deeds we engaged in this Ramadan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also accept us from us. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad subhanahu rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun ala al-mursaleen wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.